Once again, to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. Bite my tongue for no one. I am Kevin Shio coming to you after a long hiatus with yeah, my dude. good friend. You're about to get replaced by uh, Rose and Sai, Soundboard Sai. Soundboard Sai actually got a promotion, huh? Yeah. Uh, this is Richard Vasquez for the record. Soundboard Sai on the mic. Well, thank you everybody for um, putting up with Soundboard Sai and, um, you know, enjoying Rose, enjoying her. But. Man, it's been a long, it's been a long couple of weeks, man. So, what's, that's how the world was going on. I mean, just be real with them at this point. Yeah, at this point. They I know mean, you don't work at McDonald's. What? No. Did Really? I, I thought I sold it pretty well over the past couple of years. No, nah, nobody believed you. No one believed me. Damn it. Well, no, I, I, I don't work for McDonald's. I work for McDonald's Corporation, LTD. Just kidding. You can't have a corporation in an LTD. Just doesn't work that way but anyway um no I, I don't actually work for mcdonald's i know it's a shock to everybody and i'm sorry i can't get you big macs or anything like that um i actually do work for a uh, a major financial institution did you listen to our earnings call today by the way no i didn't i'm sorry did you listen to the facebook one no I didn't oh, okay i was at work yeah facebook closed pretty well actually they, they did good um but they didn't give any future year like forecasting which is weird i'm not sure what that exactly means for your stock but something to think about uh it's up it's it's, it's been up it's it's, it's it, pretty much i mean it's still down about 10 or 12 dollars a share yeah um but it's been climbing back up yeah there. it's back up it's yeah. up like 40 dollars a share i think all at this point all stock has really kind of just rebounded pretty well um amc too surprisingly i'm not, I'm not even though people aren't going to the movies doing pretty well anyway no I, I don't actually work for McDonald's um, I do work for a bank and most of my clients are commercial um, business clients and or municipalities um, some special it is a specialty market so anybody that has contractual obligations um, are kind of in my wheelhouse of uh, of clientele and Congress has passed a couple of uh, provisions for the uh, Paycheck Protection Plans. It's awkward to call it the PPP, but... What, if, what happens if you have these restroom uh, you just and process paper at the same time? You do a lot of PPs. I'm sure there's a lot of our <laughs> listeners who do the same thing. We have about four right now. Um, Brie Raquel and Wendy Rosa. <laughs> My son always, because he's over listening, you know, he listens in on a lot of our um, my conference calls because I'm doing them from home like everybody else. And he just laughs every time he hears PP plan. It's just, <laughs> I kind of do too. Um, but yeah, no, thank you, Rose. Thank you, Cy, for, for filling in for me. I have been putting in some solid 15, 18-hour days um, since the beginning of the month. Um, you know, just trying to help get loans out to people um 
it's a lot of paperwork. I was I I was not a payroll professional. I still am not, uh, but I've had to get used to you're learning what different people's you know W threes W twos. They're W threes. Yeah, for the business. Oh, there's something called a FUTA, which is the federal unemployment tax something. I don't know nine forty ones. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of it's a lot of fucking paperwork is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, I've just been working with people, trying to get them loans. Uh, if you're listening to the news, the SBA, which is the Small Business Administration, um, the, the key to, is the the forgiveness aspect. You're ideally you take out a loan, uh, you keep paying your employees as you were prior to the coronavirus, and in a few weeks you don't have to pay back the loan anymore, which is pretty cool. It's, it's, but only know. a portion of the loan, right? There's, there is absolutely no guideline at this point. Like, yeah, a portion of it, maybe all of it. We have no idea. We'll let you know when, we'll let you all, know. when we're out of this fucking crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the good thing is that even if none of it is forgiven, it's still a 1% loan, which is pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, the truth is, is I, I'm good at, I, like, I joke about what I do, but I'm good at what I do. I, I Modesty, I, lo- I love it. Yeah, I, and I'm not, you're a lot more um, self-promoting than I am. Better, I think you say better at my job. I would never say that. Well, maybe at your job. But anyway, um, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm good at banking. I've been doing it since I've been an adult. Um, which is a long time. I've had a bank account since yeah. I was an adult. <laughs> um, and it's just kind of something that I started, I got into, and I never got out of. I tried to, but it's, it, I'm just good at numbers. So, so we, had talked, we had talked about this at the end of two, week ago, two weeks ago's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, for those of you that are listening now that want us to be funny or whatever, we, I'm sure we'll make some sort of stupid jokes, but I'm really interested, like, <laughs> on the differences between bank accounts, like like most people, I, most people that I speak to, and I talk to a couple, like I work, and then like you know a few friends, or whatever, and then you ask them like, why do you have the bank that you have? And all of them, just because I have that bank, like there's yep. no rhyme or reason. Yeah, my so, mom had it, and then she, she walked me, me down. I opened a savings, and I stayed there. Um, you know, some people are like, well, I had a friend who worked for the bank. They opened an account for me, and I've just kept it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I get it. Uh, so, Make It By V wants to know, she thought that we were going to demonstrate the different sex positions that, they, that were on the bracket. I, we were 100% are. I want to be the pal driver, the, the one on the bottom, though. You have to stay tuned because <laughs> we're not going to reveal when we're going to do that. But, yeah, certainly we will... Uh, We'll do our best. I don't fold in a lot of the ways that those positions show up. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm a starfish. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> You're a starfish. You just kind of like lay there like a okay. starfish. Just sprawled out, not moving too fast, <laughs> not making waves. Well, I mean, this is really strong. <laughs> I saw you bored. I, I went, didn't oh, think shit. all of it was going to come out like that crazy you know all right so seriously like okay so like why should someone get a bank of america versus chase 
or a Chase versus a credit union? I mean, like, do, do, are they all essentially the same or is it like... The truth of the matter is nowadays, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, you guys, you guys are all, for the most part, save for maybe one or two of our listeners, you guys are all just just consumers. Like, I know that might hurt your self-esteem, but... We're collecting one penny a month, and that's about it. Yeah. You're just a, you're just a customer. So... So at what dollar you're, amount... You're a jack-off, is basically what it is. At what dollar amount will it, will it matter? Just a customer. Jack. No? Um, it depends on the different financial institutions. So don't quote me on the exact numbers, but uh, when I worked for Wells Fargo many years ago, and I think I left in... I want to say 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. Um, 25000 in your bank accounts was the, uh, the line of demarcation between just a customer and, like, the VIP customers. Um, Sweet. Yeah. But, again, the truth of the matter is it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I would suggest that you, you get more than one bank account um, for couples. I... You know, let's say you marry your husband, your wife, whoever it might be. You need me both. You, you, well, you need at least five accounts at that point. At least, you need one for joint bills, a joint account between the both of you, right? Where you might pay. Uh, the wait, I hope you guys are writing this shit down. You this should. Is, this is important. You, you, you would have five. So you have a joint account where all of the, the bills and shit come out of, right? Then you would have your own account. And she would have her own account. Because, quite frankly, if I want to withdraw $200 from, you know, uh, Paradise Showgirls or... Um, yeah, Gardens. Gardens, whatever it might be. Because you don't pay cash there because you don't want any ref, you don't want a, any trail. Okay, so, but the funny part is <laughs> you don't pay cash or you pay cash. So you pay like three bucks to take it out of the ATM or it's, you pay the it, dollar. And it still says Gardens Bar and Girl yes. on the ATM. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so, so let's use a husband-wife. You can say husband-husband, whatever you want. You, you got one joint account. You each have your own personal, and then you each have your own savings account. Um, you can swap the savings account for a checking account at a different financial institution. I would always recommend having two different banks, at least. The reason for that is because a lot of banks run off of the same networks. So if one network goes down, you may not be able to use your ATM card or something like that. It's like access your money or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the other thing is one of those accounts, you can get it at any brick and mortar bank. Um, banking is truly a commodity. It's, it's like a hamburger or a cheeseburger. You can get it in 20 different places on your way home. All that matters is really looking at what fits you best. So I'll tell you guys, I have two different banks, actually technically three, one for my business, but we'll ignore that one. I have two different banks. I have Ally Bank, which used to be GMAC, I believe. Back before What's that crash. account number? The account number <laughs> is FU42069. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. And the reason why I have Ally Bank is that's where my spending money goes to. It is a, Ally doesn't have any brick and mortar branches, okay? So there's no place to walk in, but they allow you to use any ATM and they reimburse you up to 10 bucks for foreign ATM fees. And then they have a negotiation with 
I want to say it's Seven Eleven. So whatever you pull out of their ATMs, that's free. Yeah, that's how I was with my credit union. So, <clears throat> so that's why I have that one. That's my spending money. That's kind of I have my paycheck. Part of it goes into that account. The other part of it goes into um, a credit union right up the street here. The I think so it's Cal- Southern California. Yeah, that's what I have. It used to be Whittier area, but so a credit union is good. They take my change. They take your change. They take my change. They. I came in once with the Jameson bottle. Or did the you really? Ja- uh, Jameson. You know, the, well, sometimes when you buy Jameson, it comes mm-hmm. in like a tin. So I came in with that full of pennies. And then I have a big um, Budweiser bottle that I had full of like <laughs> uh, silver and shit. I think it's always good to have a credit union because while the name says credit union, like you're building this credit, the, the truth is they're just a bank that's insured differently. Um. But they also have a cooperative network. So you can go to any ATM at a credit union. And then Whittier area or Southern California has an agreement with 7-Eleven. So, so. One, of the, one of the things that I feel has benefited me from having this credit union is when I bought my car, mm-hmm. they gave me a blank check up to $50,000 and was like, whatever you buy, just let us know. You know, get us all the fucking pedigree information on the car. Yep. And it was mine. Like it wasn't. It was. It was probably the easiest car purchase of all time. So my my truck is actually financed through that credit union. Yeah, mine is too. But I didn't mean to. I called up the credit union. I had a pretty good interest rate on my truck. I want to say it was like three and a half. Two point nine, bitches. On your car is two point nine. Mm-hmm. That's really good. But let me tell you the story. Fuck you. I had a. I had three and a half on my my truck loan and that was through Dodge motor credit whatever it was yeah yeah dealer loan i called up to order checks lady answers she goes hi this is the credit union i said hi can i order checks she goes oh i'm sorry you called the the loan department okay sorry i i the lady was supposed to transfer me and so we kind of chatted for like 10 seconds but in that time, I give her credit. She goes, oh, I'm, yeah, I do auto loans. But, I mean, if you have an auto loan, I can help you. I said, oh, I, I actually do, but I have a really good interest rate. She said, we have a promo right now that we'll beat whatever interest rate it is by 1%. Oh, nice. I said, okay, now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are the terms? What Like, break it down. How many months? How many? She goes, you as long as it's over like 36 and it's under 75,000, you know, there's parameters. I fit into it. So I said, okay, now I give you credit for asking, but now, now I'm interested. This is a three and a half percent interest rate. You said you could beat it by 1%. She goes, I they said, I have to, if you can prove it's three and a half, I can beat it by 1%. I said, if you can beat it by 1%, will you give me checks for free? She goes, I promise I'll order you checks for free. I said, here's so all got, my... So you got your checks and you fucking... Uh, here's all my info, right? I was like, but he, I want it to end the same day. So I don't want a standard 36, 48, you know, 60-month loan. I said, I want a... 67 or whatever you're at. Yeah. Right, I want a 54-month loan. And she goes, okay. I said... How much did you lower your payment? It Probably lowered it by like twenty six dollars, yeah. something like that. But I don't care. Like it's twenty six dollars. No, no, I That's, get it. Uh, 
so when I when I went to get my car, I don't remember what the dollar amount was, but you're right. It it I mean I got like a five percent interest yeah. at, at the dealership, um, and it lowered it. Yeah, like forty three dollars some shit like. But the other thing is, because it was at the same credit union that I bank at, it's easy to just transfer the money, pay the loan, transfer the money. Bro, the yeah. So, so so I have a joint account with my mom for whatever. I think we opened this up when I was like eighteen, mm-hmm. and my mom uses. I don't fucking use it. So I, I finally was like, well, I need to get my own because if I'm going to be paying this car loan, like I want to have separate money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel bad using my mom's money. <laughs> so whatever. I opened up that other account and they just every month it just comes right out. Yep. My account goes into her account and then pays it. Yeah. I, I try and like I'll talk I, when I talk with business customers of mine, I tell them do not pay anything the first day that you have that window to pay. Why? They're giving you a 15-day window. Pay them on day 15. Do it for six months. Ask them if they want it on day one. If they want it on day one, ask for a discount. Like That's what I do for my, my business clients. For my auto loan, I pay it the day after the last month was due. Because I, do a, I did a principal-only payment, and I try and stay ahead by one check to lower the overall interest for the loan itself. Same thing if you can do that with your mortgage. If you can stay one month ahead, so let's say you buy a house in January, if you could pay the first mortgage payment is due February 1st, if you can pay it January 1st, then when February 1st is supposed to be due, you're paying March, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. on that, I think you can cut your- Seven years. No, that's a different issue. You can cut off, I, I want to say it's like three or four years just with that. Then if you want to, the seven years is if you make one extra payment a year to principal only, you'll cut seven years off of your mortgage. Oh, so yeah, you could yeah. be down to 20 years for a 30-year mortgage just by being ahead a little bit, which is uh, what you want to do. You want to cut the interest out. But, but yeah, with, with bank accounts, what you want to look at is, What's free? Because nobody wants to pay for shit. Yeah, Bank of America sucks. Bank of America, yeah, no, I could go over a lot of banks that suck. But yeah, Bank of America is one of them. If you're paying a fee, you're at the wrong bank. Well, now, I don't know. Do I pay a fee? I don't think I do. I don't know. I, don't I haven't seen I your bank account. I don't think I do. Do you want me to look at your statements? We'll look sure. at them. Yeah, I don't think I pay any, any fees. You shouldn't. If you're paying a monthly payment or any type of monthly fee, you need to start looking for another bank. It's not really... It, it's... It's an arduous task at first, but you, there's really no reason why anybody right, should pay so money. So now what we need you to do is explain what arduous means so everybody understands. Difficult? Oh. Well, you got to be a prick and just say, you could have just said difficult. I could, but I'm trying to expand everybody's knowledge just a little bit. Yeah, you know, if you have a... Now, that's separate than your overdraft fees. That's separate than, like, buying a cashier's check or something like that. There's, there's standard... Did like, I tell you this story? So when I moved into my apartment after I sold my house... Um, I was down to like four checks, right? So I was like, fuck, like I just assumed that every apartment complex just accepts checks. Like they don't, they don't have an online service. I don't know why I assume that. <laughs> so I fucking bought three fucking more boxes, of, boxes checks. of checks or two boxes. I'm sorry. After my first payment, they had an online service. I was like, <laughs> fuck. So I have all these checks. I have no idea where they're at. Uh, in my place and I have not used one of them. 
I, because I like to be fancy in banking, I actually print my own checks at home. I got my account number printed with the, the special ink at the bottom, and then I just run it through my printer because I have a special little template. And it's, uh, yeah. It's, you would. It's you would. the Shiosaka Family Trust. It's, it's not the, a trust. The it's crest. Not, Nah, yeah, and it does. It, it has it does. the crest. Yeah, it That's does. Funny. Not gonna lie, it's got our family, family name on them, um, and I really just use it for my son's school and things like that. But I like walking. It looks in. fancy. It looks fancy. Is it, it on the? Is it on the thick paper too? Yeah, with the little thing where if you, if you put your finger on the um, little seal, it goes away, and mm-hmm. then it starts to come back as it cools off, like all the cool safety features. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. It is what it is. Look, when when you're in bank, like one of the things when I left Wells Fargo, um, that twenty five thousand dollar VIP account. Yeah, I put myself in that, waived all the fees, and then I quit. And so for many many years, I had like this fancy portfolio. They would send me like a three ring binder every month with my bank statements in it. And I need to go to fucking Wells Fargo. You need to have twenty five thousand dollars. Oh, that's right. I'm talking to Richard. Baller. I don't know what the number is now. Um, oh, if it's not 25, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it, you know, for most of us, we don't have that many transactions. Um, now, these are, these are just you and I. Business accounts are completely different. Um, and business accounts, it's really weird. Like, you, it's hard to understand, but businesses pay for every little thing that they do. Every check they write, they pay for that check. Every time Damn, they deposit. Serious? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty interesting. Um, one of the there was there was a time where I was trying to explain to my fiance what I did for a living. Um, she still doesn't know. She still doesn't know. People ask her, and she's like, "He works for a bank, like at a branch." No, he wears a suit. Okay, and and he. She'll say he's got these big like business customers, but I don't know what he does. And so I told her, look, just tell everybody I'm a consultant. It's just easier. Nobody knows what a consultant does in any industry. So that's what, that's what the business I have right now that I register. Consulting. I'm a consultant. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck. A consultant I mean, you can does. consult anything. Yeah, it's what we do half the time. <laughs> I guess we're consultants right now. I, we should we should do this. Yeah, that's a much better idea. Well, I think you explained to me at least the differences on bank accounts and kind of we're all fucked. I, I mean, essentially, there's no there's no pros and cons unless you have like some real dough. Yeah. I mean, you just want to find. So when we did the fast food restaurant bracket, there were people who didn't like In-N-Out. There are people who loved In-N-Out. Both of them serve a burger. Yeah. What's your preference? You could hate Wells Fargo. You can hate B of A. Both of them have bank accounts. It's, what's your preference? So check this out. So obviously, when you're younger, you do stupid shit, right? Oh, and yeah. when you're older. Yeah, but I mean, well, okay, I guess you're right. Financially, I haven't made any dumb decisions. Oh, okay, really. that's different. Like, yeah. Um, but like, you know, when you were younger, you would overdraft, forget. I would, I would pay bills and then, you know, think I have more money in there than I, you know. No. You never did that? No. Okay, well, I did. I worked at a bank since I was 19, bro. Okay, okay. Well, people that didn't work at banks <laughs> yes. did a lot. Yes, that well, I do understand. I think I owed, like, Bank of America. I don't know if I'm incriminating myself, but I think it's been long enough. 
Um, I think I owed the bank like 300 bucks. Like I fucking overdrafted and then uh-huh. just never paid it, right? Oh, God, it's awful. Okay, exactly. So I thought I was in check systems and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And I, at that point, I never even attempted to open up another bank account because I just assumed that... You wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to. Yep. And then one day, on, like, I saw something like online, like, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't even remember what website I was on, but it was like, oh, open up a free bank account, Bank of America, and get like free checks or something. Yep. And I was like, huh, let's see. And they fucking let me through. And it was before the seven years. Why do you think that happened? So, there is a stipulation in the check systems. Which, Loophole. By the way, if, if you don't know what check systems is, good. <laughs> but, um, if you owe money to a bank, you don't pay them back, it can't hit your credit report because they didn't extend you any credit. Again, this is just off of your bank account, not credit cards or anything like that. Uh, but there is a company called Check Systems that I think every financial institution partners with to run a Check Systems uh, background check. If you have, if you owe money at other banks, there used to be this like handshake agreement that, all right, if you screwed over B of A, we're not going to open an account for you at Wells Fargo. That's kind of slowly gone away, and you can get around it. This is a long time ago. I mean, this yeah. is this was like like two thousands, early seven 2000s. years ago, yeah. maybe so, maybe longer. So one of the stipulations or loopholes within check systems is that you could not be reported to check systems based off of bank fees. So it was only hard dollar losses that you took that you could report. So to maybe check I system. put the money back that I. So something that tells I me overdrew. that maybe you overdrew. Somehow the amount that overdrew you was put oh. back in there and it was just bank fees at that point they would not have been able to report you to check systems sick yeah I can't believe like that's I was just talking with my fiance like I'm good at banking part of it is that when you do it for 20 years you are good at something these are things that just kind of naturally roll I mean I'm my... good now okay so like I don't <laughs> what's up Rick Mora um, had I, I mean, obviously I was terrible at it. Like, Rick, actually, I need to talk to your brother, by the way. So if I, if I actually had a balance, a checkbook every day, I made a purchase. Yeah. I would fail. Okay. I would fail. Okay. Because honestly, being able to check my account online every day or on my phone just makes me feel so much better. So that's one of the reasons why I say five accounts for a couple, because you're, you don't want to ever bounce your bills, right? Mm-mm. So you got to move your portion of the money. He or she has to move their portion of the money into the joint account to pay the bills. The bills will never be bounced. They'll never be late. As long as that X number of dollars is in there to pay that bill. Exactly. On your own account, you do whatever you want to do. My first experience, so I was a kid when I started banking. Um, My mom used to put me on the phone. She would call into the bank. And it would list out your transactions one by one, $23.43. And I used to have to write them down. Exact, to the penny, do, 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 do. write them down, add them up, subtract them from this number. I mean, I think I was like six or seven doing that. No wonder Asian people always have better credit than everybody else. Um, yeah, we actually- Invented credit. Do it. Um, then she worked for a bank when I was a kid. Um, this was, if anybody remembers, way back when, Home Savings of America. No idea. Yeah. They became Washington Mutual. That became Chase. Chase. Right? Yeah. 
So, yeah. So there's a why is makeup by V laughing now? Because I said that's why Asian people always have oh, better credit. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you ever go north on the 605 before you hit the 60 freeway in Almani. No, before you hit the 60 freeway. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's where all the Asian people are. North of, on the 605, before you hit, there's like a caterpillar. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just south of that, just before you get to that point, like around, I think it's Peck Road, that used to be the headquarters for Home Savings of America. And I used to spend my summers there balancing GLs with my mom, like seven, eight years old. Like, put your math skills to work. You know, you know how to subtract. Subtract this number from that number. Go make copies of this. Go do, oh, God. And she would literally pay me with a check. <laughs> so you could deposit in your account? So I could, I had to go to the bank and then cash said check. Then I had to take the cash and then give it to her. Because you had to pay her for Because I had to pay her rent. for shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was, but that, that same story came in handy, I want to say six months ago, I was down south in San Diego talking with a client who runs an uh, investment, and I told him that story, and he laughed. He's like, I remember that, that location there. It was this headquarters, and, and I went in there to do this, and he was telling me stories that I had no fucking clue about, but it gave me that connection with him. Like, oh my God, you used to run around that building with so-and-so as the CEO, and this and that. Yeah, I did. give me your money so I could fucking yeah, so I could make money yeah. off of you. And he's got twenty million with me, so <laughs> yeah, I'll take that story every day. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I, my mom didn't go to that extreme, but you know, when I did get paid, I had to break it off some. Yeah, you know, as rent or whatever. Yep. If you're gonna work, yep. you gotta pay. It's like, what's my money? So is mine. My money's my money too. I still fucking buy shit for you. Ah, how dare you? It was an interesting lesson in like bills and taxes and things like that. I remember asking, like, do I have to pay tax on this? Like, is the IRS going to come after me? She goes, no, no, you have to make, like, I think it was, like, at that time, like, $300 or something at the same company for you to be taxed on it. Oh, I think okay. it's, like, seven grand. Or you had, to, you had to make, like, a certain amount of money to have to file taxes. It's 7500 I think, now. Rose would know. I think um, it's actually more than that. It might be. But at that, I mean, as a kid, you're like, God damn it, do I have to file taxes? And this lady's going to charge me to file my taxes. Not Rose, my mom. Rose would charge you. Rose would charge me. <laughs> it would be worth it with Rose. You, um, you had questions regarding credit cards a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to know, like, can you negotiate your rate after you've already had your credit card for a while? Um, everything's negotiable. I, that, you just got to call them and tell them. Yeah. I, I mean, to a certain extent, yes, you, you can negotiate any rates. Um, don't know that you'll necessarily get it, but I, I mean, if you're paying a high rate on your credit card and you know, you have halfway decent credit and, and if you think, man, I should be paying like a smaller percentage, call them up, call up your and say, what hey, would be listen, considered a good interest rate on credit card? Zero. Well, I guess that would be considered great, huh? Um, and how many interest? Rate, how many credit cards actually have zero percent interest? Like all of them, if you pay it off before the end of the month. Yeah, that is not, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about, <laughs> asshole. Um, you know, anything under like ten percent nowadays is pretty good for a credit card. R rates have just gone up 
dramatically in credit cards over the past, I want to say five to 10 years. I don't know if it's the defaults. I don't know if it's part of, uh, you know, the, the crash of uh, 2010. Let's just call it 2010. I was going to say 09. <laughs> 09. Uh, I, and no, then, I don't know. I, that's just the first Initially, I was thinking 08 because I remember that situation and thinking to myself, this is not good. And I could tell you about that also but yeah anything under 10 percent is pretty good for a credit card nowadays um if you're in the teens you should probably work to get that down lower if you're in the 20s don't 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 use a credit card it's just or pay it off like that's that's so my first key. credit card is like i want to say like 21 percent. i don't have i don't own anything on it yeah but um, you should use it every once in a while just to show that you're using it. I mean, let's say you were going to buy something like a new TV. It was 400 bucks and you could either pay cash or use your credit card. Put it on the credit card and then the next day just send the send the money to pay it off. Would it be worth closing that out? No. It Ever? was your first credit card. So when you look at your credit report, it will go over how long you have had credit. So let's say that you are 30 years old and you got your first credit card at 18. Okay. You have established credit for 12 years. Let's say you use that credit card and you're, you were cool and then you finally decided, you know what, I'm going to buy a car and I'm going to get a, I'm 28 years old now. I'm going to get a car and I'm going to get another credit card. I'm going to start diversifying my life. So I'm going to close that other one out. Now you only have two years of credit. Your longest credit line is two years old. You will hurt your credit. So whatever that first one is, if you didn't fuck that company over when you were younger and... and That's another one. I fucked over Cap Capital One. <laughs> Did you really? And they gave me a credit card too, idiots. Um, if, if you have a good... Well, I guess not idiots. I paid them a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh no, you're the idiot. Yeah, I probably paid them a lot of interest. Um, if you've had the same, you know, the, whatever oldest credit card you have or whatever oldest credit line you have, you should keep that, and you should probably try and keep that forever because it will establish the longest um, credit line on your credit report. So is it true that you should only have three lines of credit? Uh, I wouldn't say you should only have because if you think about if you have a car, if you have your mortgage. I'm talking about have credit cards, obviously. Credit cards themselves. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it would – I don't know if it hurts your credit to have more than three, but there's really no reason for you to have more than, let me see. You should have one for day-to-day -day expenses and you should have one for emergencies only. So I, I could understand you having two. That might not sound like a lot, but if you have two, it means you're using one and you're paying it off and hopefully whatever the balance is, is going down each. Yeah, because I have three and I use two religiously. The one that's the oldest one because it has such a high interest. I just don't use it ever. I and and that might be hypocritical, but I actually have like four different credit cards. I don't think it's hypocritical. I think you're just speaking, and you don't want to close them because I've had the two that I don't use for a very long time. The two that I do use have rewards features on them. So one, all, every bill that I could put on. So payment, I, I I only had two originally, but I got a Costco one, which is uh, that's different. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But that's, that's also a specific credit card to a specific place. Um, Which apparently I spent a lot of money at. It, it's that you use just for the benefits of that store. But the actual credit cards themselves, you know, two, 
three at the most, yeah. There, there's no reason for you to have five or six credit cards. There's just too much unused credit. And a lot of times, you may not realize it, but they, they some credit cards do charge you an annual fee. You don't. There's, there's no reason unless so you have the my, shittiest credit. That's my oldest one. That's why I want to get rid of it. Uh, how? But it's only 125 bucks. So, and that's the only one that charges. Well, I guess the Costco one charges me, but because I spend so much on it throughout the year, it ends up paying my. And it's not. It's not that it charges me a fee. It's my renewal membership. Oh, and you'd have to pay that. Anyway. I'd have to pay that anyway. So, so that's understandable. And then my American Express, I don't pay anything on. It. How? What is the difference in time? From your oldest credit card to the next oldest. Well, see, okay, so after my my credit card, I got a car right after that, and that's paid off. Yeah, I've already. Yeah, that's. So, revolving line. Oh, so yeah. there's a there's a difference. It's, okay, it's, so. it's yeah, it's been a while. So I, I guess I'll just keep it open. It's fine. It it just sucks. What I would do if I were you is, whatever company it is, go and look and see if there's any credit cards that they have that might have a higher interest but don't have the annual fee, and just tell them like, listen. I have two other three. Be honest with them because they have access to your credit report. So they know if you're bullshitting, but just tell them like I have two other credit cards that don't have an annual fee and I'm thinking about closing this one, but it's my longest, you know, revolving line of credit. I've been with you for so long. I, you know, I keep this credit card around for emergencies. Is there anything I can do to get rid of that annual fee? And, and, you know, Maybe at that point I'll start using it more. Or is there a different product within your company that might help with that? So, yeah, everything you, you ask, is, is it negotiable? Everything's negotiable. You just have to be able to pick up the phone and talk to them. And a lot of times you can get that annual fee waived. Maybe it's only for a year. You have a good enough credit report at this point that I think if you, if you were to close it, you wouldn't see a dramatic drop in your credit. You can make that up over time, but that $125, you'll never get that back. So I wouldn't, if it were me, I would take the hit on my credit so that I could save a hundred and... I'm going to call tomorrow. Yeah. 10 bucks a month is worth it because again, you know, I I think we talked about this off air. Your goal with your credit, your personal goal with your credit may not be as financially beneficial to you as it will be mentally. I mean, I'm happy. Honestly, if I stayed where I'm at right now, I'd be happy yeah. for the rest. You know um, what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so for those of you who don't know, it's if you have a perfect credit score, you may not get as good a benefit or you may not get the, uh, the same level of, let's call it consumer respect as somebody with a shitty credit report. And the reason is because if I'm a credit agency, I look at somebody like Richard with a perfect credit score and I go, this motherfucker can go anywhere. So I could extend him credit, spend all my overhead to get him a loan, and then he can then shop that interest rate around for the next six months and I'm done. But somebody with a shitty credit report, like let's say like Kevin, who you know, has defaulted on three credit cards, filed bankruptcy, and uh, owes $10,000. I don't have any other choice. I have to take the credit card or the line at a 25% interest where Richard can go shop around and get 2%. So the offers tend to come in, though they aren't financially beneficial, 
the offers tend to come in better for people who have shitty credit versus people with great credit. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I hope this was a, a, somebody learned something. I mean, we have a couple of listeners uh, still on right now, but I, I think this is important. So this stuff that you guys don't, you don't learn in school, you don't learn fucking. I, you don't even learn to balance a checkbook anymore. No. You know, I went, um, was it last year? I think it was last to the kids. Yeah. I taught kids how to balance a checkbook. You know, I spent a couple of months, um, once a week going out there and trying to just teach kids how to balance a checkbook and do this. And they were fifth graders. I don't know that it will necessarily stick with them the rest of their lives, but I don't remember anybody teaching me how to balance a checkbook. I don't, I, I, I don't know. even think my mom knows how to balance a checkbook. So she couldn't teach. She couldn't have taught me. Yeah. I mean the, the standard home ec, I think was was phased out of high school, but you know, just shit that you might learn in home ec. The difference between fabric softener and laundry detergent. Like, why would you use them? Um, you know, why you can't use dish soap in a dishwasher? A, you know, like a dishwasher. Yeah, it's just. I found that out the hard way. Did you really? The yeah. bubbles, huh? Yeah. My, my, I was like, oh my god, what happens? But I went to go to. <laughs> Tell my, uh, not my landlord, the, the, what is it called? The, um, apartment manager, yeah. what are they called? Yeah. Um, and he's like, did you put dish soap in there? I was like, yeah. yeah. He's like, you're not supposed to. I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, I think it's those things that, that we just. I would like to say I was young, but I was like 26. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's just things that we, we, I don't know if we expect our parents to teach us. So school doesn't, but. I think it's important, uh, you know, funny, funny story. My dad's water heater went out, so I had to go help him swap out his water heater for a new one. So you got to replace the gas line. One of the ways that you can check to see if your gas line is leaking is you rub soap on it, right? Some like liquid dish soap or hand soap, rub it. If it starts to bubble, you got a leak, pretty obvious. So my dad goes into the house he comes out and he hands me a, a bottle of soap, hand soap. And I take it and I start walking over and I turn to him and I go, Dad, this soap ain't going to work. He's like, why? I go, because it's foaming soap. The minute you put yeah. soap, it foams up, like it's not going to help. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's not going to work. I said, no, it's not. Like, go get me dish soap. Okay, so he takes it in the house, but... The fact that my dad and I were able to figure out if there was a leak in a gas line based off of soap is something that you're not going to learn in school. And I think that's where we should spend more time. I, I don't think anybody has learned the seven simple machines. Did you ever learn them? I have no idea what the fucking seven simple machines are. Um, the folks from um, the sushi place next door are leaving. So we should make sure we thank them for their loyal service. Loyal service. So for those of you who don't know, there, there are seven simple machines that have been around since the beginning of time. Things like the lever, okay, the corkscrew, the wheel. Screwdriver? Screwdriver is one of them. It's not that it's the screwdriver, it's the screw, okay, and then the lever. and so Hammer? Everything that we do is Condom. based off of those. That's, that would be more the screwdriver, <laughs> I think. So my, you know... I moved a safe for my dad 
Safeway is about 800 pounds. I certainly can't lift a safe 800 pounds. My dad certainly can't. So I said, you know what, Dad? Let's, let's strap some long two-by-fours to this thing. We'll strap it up, and then we'll lower it down slowly, and then you know maybe we can push it from there. So we start to, because we took the safe, and we kind of leaned it towards us, and once we got it tipped up on an edge, he looked at me, I looked at him, I said, we can't. Like, we're going to lose it. It's going to fall, and we're screwed. Yeah. The minute we put the long pieces of eight-foot two-by-four, I was able to bring it down by myself. Then it was like, okay, how can we push this thing to where we want it to be? So he grabbed a two-by-four, and he just pushed it with, like, a lever. But because we were using (coughs) eight-foot two-by-fours, we were able to move it a lot easier. It's those types of things that... I think our school system needs to teach more kids of. Not everyone's meant out to be a doctor. Learn how to cut the fucking grass. It sucks. I get it. There's a lot of kids who are going to settle for less than what their potential is. But you know what? We're always going to need a plumber. We're always going to need somebody to landscape. We're always going to need somebody to cook. We're all, you know, If you can learn that skill and get in early. And be good at it. The best. Who do we have? We have a listener who's like a welder, I think, and they've done really well for themselves. Uh, Didn't go to college. Just Rick? No, he's not. Well, he knows how to weld, but I, yeah, I, I don't. Aaron listens every once in a while. I know he's a welder. Aaron um, Shark's brother-in-law? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. He does air conditioning. Um, another. Uh, yeah. All right. So, sorry, I, I, just because we only got like. 50 more minutes um, in, in this segment. So I, I have a game for you. And the only reason why I thought of this is because I was surprised that one of these people on this list are not in the Hall of Fame. So I'm going to go over and I want to see how many you get right. They're NFL football players. NFL football players. It, okay. I'm going to read you their name uh-huh. and some like important stats about them. Right. Okay. So the first one is Tony Baselli. He's the second overall pick in 1995, five-time pro bowler, played, I think, seven or eight years. For the Giants? For the Jaguars. Three times he was a first-team All-Pro. He was Offensive Lineman of the Year in 1998. He's part of the 1990s All-Decade team. Is he a Hall of Famer or not? Read his stats again. Now, now are you asking me – if I know if he's in the Hall of Fame or if I think he should be just in the guess. Hall of Fame. Just guess. I just want you to guess. I don't care. Like, what were his stats? Okay. He's an offensive tackle. Okay. Second overall pick. Played seven or eight years. Not enough time. Um, five-time Pro Bowler. Mm, that's pretty Three-time first-team All-Pro. Okay. Offensive Lineman of the Year in 1998. He's part of the 1990s uh, All-Decade team. And then the other uh, ones are... are um, college no he's not in the hall of fame correct boomer sison <sighs> Bengals quarterback Bengals quarterback he's played. in the hall of fame you're wrong he's not ken stabler wait 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 boomer sison isn't he is not in the hall of fame really i could i didn't even get to his stats but he is a mvp four-time pro bowler first team all pro once and uh look if he lasted as a quarterback on the Cincinnati Bengals, he does. He played about 13 years. Yeah, he deserves to be. He's not going to be able to remember how right. to tie his shoes. So in a you're few one years. for one. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. 
one right, one wrong. Ken Stabler played. No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame. Is he really? Yes. The Raiders quarterback? Yeah. There's a Raider quarterback. He's the only Raider quarterback. And the funny thing is he only won one Super Bowl. The other. Uh, the. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't know he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other. I uh, can't think of his name. Fucking. He played for Auburn. Plunkett. He has two. Sean, Sean Alexander. Running three, back for for the Seahawks. Seahawks. No, he's not. He in played the Hall of Fame. eight seasons, three time Pro Bowler, first team All Pro, uh, one year, um, MVP and Offensive Player of the Year in 2005, uh, NFL Rushing Leader in 2005. And no, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Correct. Curtis Martin, uh, five time Pro Bowler, two times he was All Pro, uh, first team, one time All Pro, second team. Um, he was rookie of the year, and he played eleven years. Was it? He was a Jet, right? He was a Jet and a Patriot. He was drafted by the Patriots. I'm gonna say no. He is. Is he really? You've only gotten two right, right? Two out of five. I know. This is why. This, I didn't think you were gonna get this many wrong. I'm not gonna lie. All right, next one. <laughs> Herschel Walker. Uh, he was, he's, a, he's in the hall of fame, two time pro bowler, two time, second team, all pro, um, he played how many years? He was, he was the, he played about 11 years in the, in the he's NFL. hall of fame. Nope. Not in the really? hall of fame. He's actually the reason why I, this came up. Cause I was like, Herschel Walker's not in the hall of fame the fuck you know what interesting fact he made the united states bobsled team <laughs> did he really he, he was part of the and he he competed in the olympics i forgot what year um really? that's that's like a Why? weird fact uh, i guess what happened was he was already old he was already out of the nfl and um one of the guys that like was on the bobsled team needed someone to help him like train so then like he taught him how to be a brake man. Oh, and okay. then he went to the tryouts with him and ended up being the best one. Well, yeah. And athletes are athletes. Yeah. But then like everyone hated him. They're like, you don't even know. You don't know anything the about history. Yeah. You don't know. And he was like, why don't you just teach me how to do it? If I'm the best one already, then like, and he Look, may, and I they, may not know the history they of took nine. Football. So they weren't that great. Like, right. Like I may not be know the history of football, but if I'm the best wide receiver, Fuck you. Like, t- like, like yeah. Tony Gonzalez played basketball. But you know what? He could jump. He could block. He was big. Hey, dude, can you do it in pads? That's funny, though. Huh? Um, all right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you might know this one. John Randall. Uh, Minnesota Viking and Seahawk. He played about 13 years. Seven-time Pro Bowler. 16, six times. First-team All-Pro. Uh, in 1997, he was the NFL sack leader. Yeah, he was part of the NFL 100 anniversary all team, all uh, all time team, Pro Bowl, um, Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's part of the Hall of Fame. All right, Cortez Kennedy, defensive tackle, played with the Seahawks for 10 years, eight time Pro Bowler, three time for three times he was first team All Pro, two times he was second team All Pro, defensive player of the year, and he was part of the 1990s All Decade team. I'm going to go 
Hall of Fame. Correct. So you've gone, what, four right now? Yeah, out of 17. <laughs> I only got a couple more. I hate the Hall of Fame vote. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Roger Craig, running back, played with the Giants. I'm sorry, the Niners, Raiders, and Vikings. What year? Uh, he played from 83 to 93 for all, all three of those teams. So he played about 10 or 11 years. Three-time Super Bowl champ, NFL Offensive uh, Player of the Year, four-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro once, second-team All-Pro once. Roger Craig. I'm going to say Hall of Fame. Nope. Mm. Cliff Branch, wide receiver for the Raiders and the Los Angeles Cobras, apparently. The played fuck? from 72 to 86 of the Raiders and then oh uh, god before we were born three-time Super Bowl champion four-time Pro Bowler Hall three, of Fame nope I don't know people before I was born <laughs> Derek Thomas linebacker played with Kansas City and yeah. tragically died played 10 years nine times uh, Pro Bowl three times because he died uh, three-time first-team All-Pro three-time second-team All-Pro man of the year defense rookie of the year he was a sax leader. Man of the year, they put him in. He's a pro bowler. Yeah. He yeah. was a pro bowler even before he died, though. No. Yeah, he was nine-time. He Dude, played ten seasons. Okay, he was a nine-time I, I pro bowler. To, I want you to think about what you just said. He was a pro bowler before he died. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, it was a pro, it was a pro football Hall of Famer before he died. Okay. But can you be a pro football Hall of Famer after you die? Meaning like Oh, you're saying he got in before he died. No, I'm saying he would have been if he would have retired that day and then he had the stats for it. Yeah, he already had the stats. Yeah. Uh we got like two or three more. Uh Chris Dolman. Uh played from eighty five to ninety nine. I hate the fact I don't know his name. Eight time Pro Bowler, three time first team all pro, Mm, second team all pro not Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. See, if I don't know your fucking name, you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. You don't know Le- who Chris Dolman is? No, I don't, actually. Lester Hayes. Do you know Chris Dolman? Yeah, like, I knew I knew Did you was, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Lester Hayes played for the Raiders for nine years, two-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, five-times second-team All-Pro, Defensive Player of the Year in 1980. Not a Hall of Famer. No, he's not. Um, well, I'll skip those. Randall Cunningham. 85 to 2001. Did they put him in? I don't four remember. Time, Shit, I should know this one. Four-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team. Hall of Fame. Pro. Nope. Really? Randall Cunningham? Mm-hmm. That's racist. You guys are racist at the, at the Hall of Fame. And we'll, start, we'll finish off with this one. Tom Flores. He was a Raiders coach. There's no Mexicans in the Hall two, of Fame, is there? Uh, three-time Super Bowl champion, two times as a head coach, one time as an assistant. Hall of Fame. Really? So the point of this is the Raiders get fucked because there's like three people that should have been in the Hall of Fame and they weren't. First off, here's, here's, here's what's bothered me about the Hall of Fame. The minute you have a punter allowed in the Hall of Fame. Ray Guy? I think he was a Raider too. You have devalued. But what if he what was the is. best punter ever? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. This is not the Hall of Best. This is not the Hall of... You played long enough to rack up stats. So what about a kicker? You think a kicker shouldn't be the only thing? Uh, okay. Vinatieri, yes. Okay, so because if, if, if Ray because, Guy No, wait, a, wait, wait. Because when you, think Vinatieri, when you think football, like classic football moments, you don't think Vinatieri 
clearing off a space to put his foot in the snowball to kick. And I'm sorry, it was against the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Bullshit. But the point is, is when you think of the the best moments in football, and I love by far more than any other sport, I love football. You cannot tell me that a punter has really changed the game. Vinatieri has been the difference in championships and Super Bowls. He's been the difference. A punter has never been the fucking difference in I feel like you just have a thing against punters, bro. It's not just punters, okay? Guards. They belong, sh- they belong in the... In the I, I'm not saying they don't belong, but there really shouldn't be a whole lot of them. I don't think okay. there is, honestly. Defensive tackles. Shouldn't be a whole lot of them, okay? Um, the, the, the guy from Pittsburgh with a big, long-ass beard, okay? Remember he played a few years ago? Know, maybe it's been like five. Pittsburgh? Yeah, remember he had the big red-haired kid? He's about the only one that I can think of. Indomitian think- Sue. Okay. Um, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald will make the Hall of Fame. Okay. J.J. Uh, um, Watt. Well, he's on the end. He does play end a lot more, huh? Um, th- these are guys that should be in. Okay. But if you're the best at that position, then... Th- 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 this isn't the Hall of Best. No, no, but listen... If you're looking at each position in its own, right? And like, so the reason why Jerry Rice got in because he was the best at his position, right? I mean, he was the best football player ever, but <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> but I mean, but everybody will say like Copperfit. He, yeah, Copperfit. <laughs> now and, with Brett and, and he has like, that chicken fucking. Does he have chicken now? No, he had that. Yeah, that Popeyes chicken or oh, chicken, that's chicken right. commercial. That's right. Anyway, if if you're the best, at, and then there's 11 positions on the field, if you count special teams, you know, kicker, punter, whatever. Like, if you're the best at it, then you belong in the Hall of Fame. If you're the best at it, there's nobody better than you. Let's pick this up after the break. All right. We'll be back. We'll punt. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging in there with us while we, uh, well, honestly, worked. Yeah, you took a phone call. Yeah, it worked. I I did. Um, Before our break, we were having a bit of a conversation about... Pro Football's Hall of Fame. So for those of you who are not huge um, football fans, we're sorry, but football kind of transcends a lot of... uh, And it's coming up, too. uh, We'll see. We'll see. Um, I guess not really. August? I'm very much... That's right around the corner. Thank God. I'm very much against a lot of the people that are in the Hall of Fame. Call me a hater because, you know... Pro football left me out. Maybe that's. Maybe that's. Are there why. any Asian people in the Hall of Fame? No. Uh, Patrick Chung. He's still playing. He's not playing, is he? Really? He was playing. Wasn't he playing for the Patriots like a year or two ago? Might have been. I don't know. Look it up. We will. We'll have our research department look into it. So check the stats. Um, I feel that the Hall of Fame has become the Hall of Stats. The Hall of Very Good. If you play long enough, you're going to get enough stats to justify you being in the Hall of Fame. And I just don't think that that's the way it should be. I take my complaint up mostly with punters because I I think for the most part, 
they're pretty average in the aspect of what they do for the game. Yes, I understand that they're usually the holder for the kicker. I don't think most kickers should be in. Um, there was, like, I think there's only one kicker right now, maybe two. Morton. Morton Anderson yeah. and about to be Venetary. And that's about right, in my opinion. That's about right. And there's one punter, literally one, and he's considered the greatest punter of all time, like literally like the greatest punter of yeah. all time. Okay. I, I, you shouldn't be able to talk about football with, without somebody that's in the Hall of Fame. I think a lot of people... You mean, you mean that, that old cliche of you, if you can tell the story of pro football without them, then they're not part of the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think but if you're not seeing their jerseys around, they probably shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Save for that, some of the linemen. That, Save for some of the linemen. You can't use that as a barometer. Why? Okay. Um, I don't know. Let's think of not all linebackers that are great linebackers are... Fan favorites. Okay. Not all linebackers who are great linebackers should be in the Hall of Fame. It's not the Hall of Great. I understand. But if you're great for 10 years, uh-huh. there's a higher possibility you're in the Hall of Fame. And according to that list that I just, we just, you got completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them you thought should have been in the Hall of Fame, weren't yeah. in the Hall of Fame. And a lot of them that were in the Hall of Fame, you didn't think should have been in the Hall of Fame. You know, the, the, okay. So, so it goes, it goes both ways. So I mean, the, I don't go both ways. Yeah, nobody believes. Yeah, that. okay. Which is sad. I, <laughs> people don't believe that. Like, I'm a heterosexual. Yeah, some people think you're gay. That's fine. Or not gay, bi. Yeah. All right. At least I don't think that uh, um, Yvette's a cover up to. Yeah. You come out of the closet or whatever. I guess. But. So. I can understand prior to me really, getting into football. So let's say, mid '90s. If I don't know who you are after the mid-90s, you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Well, what about Sterling Sharp? I feel like he should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Mm-hmm. But he didn't play long enough. He didn't play long enough, yeah. But he was the best tight end for the years that he played. Sterling wasn't a tight end. Yeah, he, oh, I'm wide sorry. Receiver. Wide receiver. Shannon Sharp was the tight end. It was his brother. And Shannon Sharp is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know Shannon's in the Hall of Fame. I thought Sterling was too, but... No, he's not. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Are you sure he's not a he, Sterling, Sterling Sharp wasn't a tight end? Sterling Sharp was a wide receiver. Shannon, his brother, was the tight end. Broncos. Okay. I don't know why I always thought he was a. I'm gonna look it up, but Sterling Sterling was the wide receiver for the Packers who caught the long touchdown. I believe it was the first touchdown Brett Favre ever threw in the Super Bowl. And if I, no, you're right, wide receiver. If I know my story correctly, he shouldn't have caught that touchdown pass in that Super Bowl against the Patriots in Super Bowl 31, I believe. He was supposed to be the inside man, and him and when somebody the, what, else. What Super Bowl was that? It was like 97, 30, right? 96, what? he wasn't even on the team. 31? Well, I mean, I think they played like 95, right? Or 96? Something like the Super that. Bowl. Yeah, he, yeah. he, re- he retired in 94. Was it the 94 Super mm-hmm. Bowl? I think you're thinking about uh, Desmond Howard. Oh, you know what? I might be. I might be. I'm going to have to go let back. Either way, he was a wide receiver. Yeah. I don't know why I thought he was a tight end, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean. Oh, shit. He was in the Hall of Fame. Sorry. 
Sterling? Says Hall of Fame induction December 9, 2014. Sterling and Shannon. Both the Sharp brothers, raised by their grandparents. And Alabama. That's not where they went to college. Oh, college football Hall of Fame. Not professional. Not professional. He probably didn't play long enough. He only played six years. Yeah, it's not very long. And Shannon had two Super Bowl rings. Mm-hmm. No, he might have had three. Did he, did... Oh, you know what? He got two with the Broncos. No, yeah. no, but then I think he got one with the uh, he with the Baltimore with the Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and I think actually Sterling was the better athlete. Yep, three-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, just my my take on the the Hall of Fame. If nobody knows who you are, but you racked up stats for thirteen years, you don't belong in the Hall of Fame. That's the Hall of Longevity, and that's okay, but you don't belong in the Hall of Fame. Like, these should be famous people. So what about, like, Emmett Smith? Hall of Fame. I mean, he played a long time. That's yes, he did. Hall his, of Fame. His average per year rushing this match. He is a famous person. He is Bo Jackson is famous. Yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He only played, like, three years. Don't care. It, it doesn't necessarily... Okay, so what you're saying is that... No, I'm, some, I'm, I'm going off of what you're saying. I'm just yeah. I'm just naming people that it has aren't... nothing to in my opinion has nothing to do with your longevity. It's, okay, it has to do with are your performance. Are you famous? Hall of to me, Hall of Fame. Are you famous? There'd be a lot more quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame. That's fine. It, life sucks. Put a bunch of quarterbacks in. It is what it is. Okay, there's a lot of DBs that are not famous. There's not everybody was fucking Who was the last white defensive back? I didn't say white. I Jason Seahorn. To me, famous. Put him in the Hall of Fame. You don't even have to be the best at your position. Are you famous? Was he the last white? I think he was the last white defensive back. Did you see that uh, this year's draft of the 32 picks, only two of them were white, and both of them were quarterbacks? That doesn't surprise me. In the first round? That doesn't surprise (laughs) me. Um yeah, to me it's it's not about stats. That's not about it has to be about stats, though. That's a thing. Like how else are you gonna get in? Because like, just because you're famous, like you have to have. I, I would say Reggie Bush is famous. He is very famous. <laughs> that one's that one's interesting. Okay, so that one's interesting. Reggie Bush. And he's famous for other reasons, though. Is he more famous for college or pro? He's probably more famous because he dated Kim Kardashian. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> focus. You focus. Focus on football. Are we not live? Or am I just not seeing live? Yeah. Okay. So Reggie Bush is an interesting one because he is famous, but I think he's more college famous. So he'd be He's kind of recent too, but I, I... I think you need enough, you need to prove that you are good enough at your position, but I, I think it's about infamy. Like, it's the Hall of Fame. It's not the Hall of Stats. It's not the Hall of Best at your position. I'm the best. Well, that matters, though. Long snapper of all time. That matters, though. Okay. Long snapper, I, I don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You were okay with a punter. Because a punter at least fucking, there's like, like there's actual Long plays. snapper gets twice as many plays. Well, Listen. technically not now, because the long snapper snaps to the punter who holds for the kicker. The long snapper snaps to the punter who also. I'm talking about play. there's actual statistical stats, like that, like that, that you can say like, oh, the punter 
average 50 yards a pun or they uh-huh. hit it and they kicked it within the, within the 20 yard line okay x number of times a year like sure they're i mean the when lo- did the last punter get in to the hall of fame i don't know like three or four years ago and he retired like 20 years prior to that right how much stats did they fucking have 20 years ago on punters 20 really? years ago yes i mean he played, they didn't have, they didn't have qbr he played, he played in the 80s ago. yeah then, so you can't tell me that, well, he's statistically I, the best. He might be. I think he 100% is the best punter he of might, all time. Okay. Come on. But it's not like they kept up-to-date stats back then. Not not for fucking punters. They barely kept. They probably kept stats for punters. Dude. Come on. Let's look it up. Snaps. Oh, yeah, it is live. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure they kept, like, snaps. I'm sure they kept, like, games played. But they're not going to say, like, your war ratio. They might be able to do it now. But my, my point is, is that you. He won the Golden Toe Award in Oh, the Golden Fucking Toe Award. So he's a three time Super Bowl champion, seven time Pro Bowler. He played. And I know what people are going to say. Like, oh, it's, you're, you're just hating. You're just criticizing. He played yeah. 13 years. As a punter. Don't, don't give me the fucking. Oh, he played eight. No, I'm just. I'm, I'm seven time Pro Bowler. Okay. Six times he was first team All Pro. Two okay. times he was second team All Pro. All right. Let, let's keep one thing in mind, though. Okay, so... He had 1,049 punts for 44,493 yards. Average punt is 42 yards. Okay. They kept stats. Okay. What's the average punt nowadays? And 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 you want to know the punting award in college is what, you know what it's called? The Golden Foot? The, the Ray Guy Award. It's fucking named after him. Probably, it's not like they saw him and was like, let's create an award for this no, guy because he, he's he kicking was a, so well. He was the greatest punter. That's why. Come on. <laughs> okay. So, Ray Guy. One. Why are we arguing about this? One. One punter in. Yeah, one. I'm not saying there's going to, I doubt there's going to be another one for a long time. Here's my thing. How many times do, do you watch the Hall of Fame game? Do you watch like the induction ceremony? <sighs> no. I tune in every once in a while. Like when somebody, like Ray Lewis Thought okay, I, I want to watch his like he, you know these these are guys. I watched that, when Ed Reed actually wrong. I'm lying. I, Ed Reed was fucking. Ed Reed's dope. That's why you know. <laughs> he was just the fucking. I'll be honest. I didn't even watch Brett Favre's. I was like, okay, he was his dad there. Oh, <laughs> oh. He threw four touchdowns or five touchdowns against the Raiders. Fucking. Yeah, in like the second half too. Yeah. He was he was a little frazzled that day. His dad died. Was it that exact day, or was no, it, like it was the, like the day, the day before, before? I think, yeah. But no, I, I don't know actually. It might have been that morning actually. I watched that game with Ryan, and I just told like, "Hey, I'm sorry." He's, Ryan was just like, "It's his we, day. We got it's his day." Weren't we good that year too? Yeah. Like, did we go to the Super Bowl and, that and, year? And you fucked us up the first half. And then he just like went into the locker room. I think sent a dick pic to somebody and. After that, it was done. So how do you feel about your first pick? Are you upset about it as everybody else? I hate her whole draft. As far as a Packer fan? Everybody's, everybody that I've... You're the I, stupid... Like, this is like the draft like didn't help you guys out at dumbest, all. Dumbest. <laughs> we couldn't stop like any offense. The 49ers ran all over us. First pick is a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers wasn't the problem last year. He was pretty good. He had a he had a It's just crazy that they did that this year. Like 
you would think that he would get him a receiver or a tight end or someone that can no, like fuck that. Offense is fine. Our offense has been fine. We need defensive help, and we had a pretty good defense, but it's just. It wasn't good enough. It was good. It just wasn't good enough. Are you guys bringing Clay back? No. He's a Ram. No, or did he, he get cut? He got cut. He got cut? Mm. No, he's he's too white for Wisconsin. Oops. I don't know. We'll see. I I have no hopes for this year. At this point, I assume that they're looking to move off of Rodgers or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how I feel about the Raiders draft. I... I think I'm happy with the receiver. I think I would have been happier with Judy because that's what mm-hmm. Kuiper told me to be happy about. Yeah. But whatever. I mean. I, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about your guys' draft. It was. We'll see. Okay. I mean, we might be terrible. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Anyway. What else you got going on? You look depressed. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I've been working a lot the past few uh, past few weeks. This is one of the first drinks I've had. I had a drink with my fiance over the weekend. Got you know when I when I put the computer away, I was like, look, I need 24, 48 hours to just get drunk, and I ate so many fucking edibles. I was high for like a solid two. Yeah, days. we ate some edibles on Saturday. It was pretty cool. On Sunday though, we because we we went to sleep like around ten. We went to sleep pretty early. On Saturday, I'm sorry. So we woke up on Sunday. I want to say like around nine. Uh, we went. To, uh, we took. I took a shower. She took a shower after me. You guys didn't take a shower together. No, because I was playing Madden. <laughs> Priorities. I just got it. So I went to go get breakfast while she was taking a shower, and when I got back, we had bought some bottles of champagne from Costco. Oh. Making some mimosas. Fucking killed two bottles, was feeling good. We took a nap like around 3 o'clock. Oh, Woke up like around 6. We fucking ordered uh, BJ's, grubbed, and I, yeah, dude. Naps are the best. I fucking felt amazing my I, morning. I don't care what anybody says, a nap is the I still wake up around I'm pretty early. Like, let's say I drink on a Friday night, and, and usually it's Friday night. I usually don't drink much on a Saturday night because um, I have to be a halfway decent parent. On Sunday morning, uh, but when I get drunk on a on a Friday night, let's say we go to bed at five o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, I'll still wake up about nine o'clock, four or five hours of sleep. Wake up, get up, do a couple of things, whatever it might be, wash the dishes, maybe clean up the dirty cups or whatever, just clean. Spend an hour or two awake, and then around eleven or twelve, take that nap. Oh. It's, it's it's so such money, a game changer, game changer. People make fun of me because I take naps. I fucking love them. Oh, they're the best. So one of the things that like I, I do miss, and I was telling Raquel this because she's like a, open the blinds, the doors, like yeah, sunlight in, and I'm like a night owl. Like I like even, wait wait even when you know you're gonna be sleeping in or like yeah she's like she likes the doors open. Uh, and I hate it. Rough. I hate it. That is rough. So like, <laughs> the other day. I was I was laying down, right? And she woke up first. And I woke up for a second, but then I was like, fuck, it, I'm going to go back to sleep. So I, she goes, are you going to stay? Like, she walks in the room. She's like, are you going to get up? I'm like, no, I'm going to try to sleep for like another hour. She goes, all right. She goes and walks to the blind, fucking t- opens them up, 
opens up the other I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I like the sun here. I'm like, you're not even in here. Like, okay, yeah, what are no. you doing? Like, go open up the blinds in the living room. Raquel, normally I side with you just because it opposes Richard. But, um, yeah, on this one, someone's sleeping. You got you got to let the you got to let the bear hibernate. <laughs> so like you know how it was kind of raining and like cold like the last. Oh, it's been like great. I two love or it. three weeks ago or whatever. I love it, it. Yes. So she still likes to keep the doors open, and oh, I'm yeah. sitting there and I'm like fucking freezing my ass off. But rather than saying anything, I just go put a sweater on. I put some joggers on, socks, and I'm sitting there, fucking toasty with like all these layers of clothes. And she's like, "Are you cold?" I'm like, "It's fucking freezing here. Of course I'm cold." <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? Because I know you want it open, so I'm not going to, like, bother you. I loved when it was cold and rainy. Like, I'm the type of person where I'll sleep in shorts and a tank top, and it could be the middle of winter. Like, I am radiate heat. It's annoying for me. My fiance loves it because I'm warm, and she's always cold. It's her. That's how I feel. I feel like she's the one that's warm, and I'm always cold. It's her cold. Cold-blooded. Black heart. <laughs> Hey, you posted something. Uh, Her doppelganger? <laughs> you posted something today. Oh, our bracket. The start of our bracket. Yeah, so I only posted one one position. Do you want me to do more matchups? I'd say we do one. At this Once point, nobody else has got anything to do. Let's let's just... let's. Should we do twice a week where they can vote before and... Yeah. I like do, that one. Do another one tomorrow, maybe? Yeah. I like that. I like that idea. Where are you going? I'm going to go get my bracket. So the, what was it, the pile driver? What the fuck was it called? The crossover? So, let's see. Where were we here? Before I came, I was here. Reverse cowgirl. Um, ooh, hey, look. my. <laughs> I have a sticker on mine. <laughs> it's got a picture of a marijuana leaf and an exclamation point and says CA. I came off of one of my weed things. Anyway, um, yeah, so... <laughs> so we did the top left, reverse cowgirl, and what's the other one? We did reverse cowgirl versus the overpass. Overpass. Now, the overpass does look... I don't think I have enough dick to do that. I think you have enough dick. I think you have to be with a very thin girl. You, you Latina ladies, just don't you don't fold over very well. Right? I mean, you take a look at that. I did look at it. You, you, you literally have to fold your girl over. And I'm sorry. And we, we love you for it, but Hispanic girls are not I still think doggy style foldable. Is An oldie but a goodie, huh? Um, so which you, you did reverse cowgirl, which I think we all know is the woman on top of a laying down man. And you're facing both, the other uh, way. Yeah, you're, you're both facing the same direction. The overpass looks like she is folded over, let's say, on the floor. She uh, looks like she's doing a... Looks like she's trying to pee in her mouth. <laughs> and then the man stands above her and apparently looks like he's... I don't know. I would feel, you know why I, why I would feel uncomfortable? Because I feel like my feet would be right by her face. Uh, and I would hate for me to like move really weird and like kick her in the face. So I think based off of this, it looks like you could face away from her. So her feet, your feet wouldn't necessarily be close. However, she would have a clear view of your butthole. Hmm. 
And that's not a site I think anybody wants no, to see. No. Not um yeah. No. So I would I I assume reverse cowgirl one. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was just <laughs> a blowout. Huh? Yeah, five people out of <laughs> 50 or something like that voted on uh reverse cowgirl. I mean, uh overpass everybody else voted on the reverse cowgirl, so that's moving on to the next round. I assume so. I, I, I think it's going to be mostly chalk. Like, that's my guess. Doggy style. Because I don't think a lot of people have tried these. I, I told everybody they need to spend the next couple of weeks trying different ones if they have the time. Let me see. See. So the, see one, the one that's going to be the difficult one, but I think is going to prevail, is doggy style versus cowgirl. Oh, yeah. That one's going to be a difficult one. And then I also think I think this one's going to be close, not because I think either position's better or worse. I just think that like they look interesting. Is the turtle and the Neil? <laughs> I think those two are going to be. It's going to be a close vote. Turtle? In the bottom right. The turtle's good. The turtle's good. The Neil, I, I can tell you right off the bat, I'm not big enough for. I, I, it's just. I don't think I'm big enough for a lot of those. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Bet you you are. How many of these do you, if you're allowed to say? Have I tried? No, not tried. How many of these are you actively participating in in your current Situation. Uh, maybe like five or six. Oh, that's not bad. Four. Four. Two. Okay. two. None uh, of them. Yeah, if you're two. <laughs> if you're two, I would worry. I think the over under well, on average would be. Like what was funny four. is, uh, let me go. Makeup by V. Oh, Vanessa. She, she messaged uh, the podcast and was like, she said, overpass equals trying to break a bishop neck. <laughs> yeah. And I said, that's a young man's game. Laugh yeah. aloud. And she said, right? If you have a solid five positions after 35, you're doing good. And then I put laugh my ass for real. I'm like, Kev would, would beg to differ, but I agree with <sighs> you. See, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You do those consistently, or that's just what nine. you've done? From this sheet, I have nine that I consistently do. Can I guess which ones? Sure. Lay them down, though. I, I want to see the, the So, the for sure, doggy style. The, and, and just to, there, there's minor variations. Like, so, like, on this one, you've got feet on the outside, maybe feet on the inside. Okay, so, but, the, but let's so just, let me, let me the, guess. Yeah. Uh, straddle? Which one? Have you done that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's the oh, one yeah. you just talked about right yeah. now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think doggy style cowgirl, reverse cowgirl. Uh, not – okay, so – I feel I, like you've I done the put, cross. I would put cow, reverse cowgirl. And the waterfall. <laughs> okay, so okay, so start, start up here. So go down this way and I'll, I can – So I think you've done reverse cowgirl, but it sounds like you haven't. Yes, but a, but I, a different variation of it. I think you've done the overpass. No. Oh, all right. Yeah. I, I my my 
Okay, so for those of you who have met my fiance, she's a she's a big girl, not overweight. She's just I call her hearty. Like she's a hearty woman. <laughs> she doesn't like that description. No, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't see why she would. I'm gonna go and but she's a I'm tall, gonna go and, I'm gonna go ahead and move this along. She's a tall, uh, uh, full-bodied woman, and if you've met her, you wouldn't say she's fat. I mean, you. No. Yeah. She's just a, she's a bigger girl. The Lotus. Um, I'm going to go and just get you out of this one, bro. <laughs> no, I'll tell her. I tell her all the time. She's a hearty woman. And the Lotus. I think you're done. Um, no, that's You've not You've never sat up and got. I, well, wait a minute. You asked me what my, the ones I regularly do, not the ones I've tried. Okay. So. Well, then I'm all, I'm all fucked up then. I feel like uh, doggy style. I'll give you that one. That yeah, one's easy. So, obviously. so cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, doggy style. Mm, I guess if the scissor, the scissor, but you skipped regular cowgirl. Oh, I thought we already said that one. Sorry. So we got reverse. We got doggy. We got cowgirl, cowgirl and, and we scissors. got the scissor. So that's four on just that. Side. How many did you say? Seven. Total? I think I said nine. Okay. But let's uh, see. So that's four. Well, obviously that missionary. Side. Yeah. Um, I think you've done the pile driver. Now you said which ones are my go-to, my regulars. Yeah. I the pile driver is not a go-to. Whether I've tried it or not, that's a different story. The crab for sure. The crab, yeah, definitely. I feel like you've done the cross. Love the cross, by the way. I'm at seven so far. Straddle, we've already we've already established. Yeah, I, that's yeah, I not a go-to for us. And the turtle, the turtle, you're missing one. Which one? I don't know. Speed bump, my favorite. Because <laughs> it's like you're cuddling. Kind of, yeah. It's just it's fun. I don't know. Try it. Try it, y'all. It's it's a good one. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I have nine regulars. I'll I'll try the other ones, but. I don't know. Call me old fashioned, but I stick to about nine solid sex positions that uh, that work for me and and my size and shape and l- lim- limberness. I think some people can. They won't be able to do some of those. Like yeah, like I look at this and I'm like, like I don't think I have enough dick for the high dive. Like you have to have a dick for that. You, yeah. you got to have dick for that. Yeah. Let's just be real. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, to, like, because you have to be able to reach past you up and around and then like back in. Not her. only that, or yeah, because her legs are not all around, they're not straddling you. So she doesn't turn her vagina towards you. Exactly. Or, ladies, if you have a very front positioned vagina, the high dive is great. But for most vaginas, it's, it's more of a middle of the leg position. But I guess if, if you got a front facer, high dive all day. Front facer to front face me. Um, yeah. It's good so, to see you again, man. I know. It was fucking nice uh, doing the podcast in person again. Yeah. Hopefully this fucking Hopefully this ban is over. Everybody Stay write your congressperson. Tell them not to go a third round of funding, even though I, I, I honestly do think it would be best. But uh, yeah, I can't take it anymore. I'm tired. Well, well, on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, we entertain you guys for the short period of time. Subscribe. We're trying. Fucking add us on Instagram. Later Peace. Guys.